Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Man, Yogi can't believe the stories we've been telling him about the land down under. We've been talking so much about the land down under that I swear Bree was hopping around like a kangaroo earlier. She usually does. She had her back feet all under her, tucked her front feet, and bounded up onto the bed. I don't know if that That's actually happened, but... Typical of Bree on any given day. You can just think of day. our giant long leg so, dog contorting herself like that. In all reality, though, we did finally go to... Land down under. The land down under Australia. And we had to fly from Los Angeles International Airport to Fiji. To Fiji. Which is a place that I thought was a city, by the way, until we landed there. (laughs) It's not much of a city. Uh, Fiji. And then we were there for, you know, a couple hours. And then we went from Fiji to Melbourne. And then that was it. We were done. So. It was, a, that it was, was fun. That was supposed to be the initial, you know, phase of the trip. Everything went smoothly. And, you know, we got checked in, no problem. And we, we were told to get there really, really early because COVID can tip things one way or the other. They can be more strict, right. less strict. So we got through in a kind of a balanced environment, I think. They didn't, they didn't seem like they were letting anything go, but they also weren't, like, being, like, super picky doodle about Our it. Our check-in process was so easy. Jeffrey was a champion. Jeffrey from Fiji Airlines. You Get rocked. in his line, people. Yeah, he that guy is rocks. awesome. He was the best guy there. For sure, for sure, for sure. And then and then he, he we, we teased him about our bags making it, you know, because yeah. here they are going to Fiji on Fiji Airlines. You know, we just we had this terrible in our head thought about what Fiji was really about. And you know, honestly, it was beautiful. They there. were they were the best people. And everybody was hard so work, hard workers, very friendly. Well, not the but, flight staff. But the biggest problem we had was the flight <laughs> staff. Like, people turned on, like, the little light saying they needed help, and hours would go by, and no one would come and see it. <laughs> you'd fall asleep for a hot minute, and you'd wake back up, and it's like uh, an light's hour and 20 on. has passed, and, and the light's still, still on. And there were, like, six of those at the end of the flight. And yeah. it was just, that's the kind of thing. So we're just pointing that out so you know that we're not being, like, you know, overly picky about it. Um, because, honestly, they're... They're, what The bigger complaint for me was that they feed us. That's not the complaint. Then like two hours goes by and they don't come back to take the trash away. And you got this little tiny space that you're like managing. And it, you know, and, and whatever they, whatever you sucks. had for dinner, that chicken curry thing oh, smelled God, it was so, so good. Bad. It, smelled it was so, so bad. good. I'm sure it oh. was. And you know what? When oh, it first I arrived, more. I thought it smelled good too. And then it sat there for two hours. Now, it's just, it's just not I wanted not more. I wanted more. It was, it was crazy. Okay. Yeah. But then, then you're not wrong. We get to, you know, 
We managed to somehow survive getting to Fiji. And shout out to the people that were behind us because they had two little ones who were under little five one. years old, like under probably under four years, years old. old. They were young. And I had to tell them. A I had to tell them, and they kind of looked at me when I first opened my mouth, like, "Oh no, he's going to say something bad." Well, especially and I said, I said, "His kid had been running up and down the aisle because the flight just, had landed." I said, "I just want you to know that you two are great parents." Like, well, come on, that's kids do that shit. Who gives two right. fucks? Right. I mean, the kid didn't bounce off of me or anyone else no. that I could see. They were being careful, so yeah. fuck it. You know, they're let them be kids. He was anyway, just being cute. that's that's my personal take on it. Is you know, who cares? But. They were just, like, shocked that I told them what great parents they were. Like, oh, my God. But I thought they were great parents. Their kids were so well-behaved on that entire flight. And that was a long, long flight. Long flight. Woof. It, well, it felt was, like it was we not flew. our longest. No, but it felt like we flew forever. We flew for 11 hours. Then we had a two-hour layover in Fiji. Yep. And Fiji was beautiful, place I've ever but been. it was beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, the, the little tiny crap I could see from where we were, it was gorgeous. It was, yeah. it was prettier, maybe well, pretty as, or maybe a little bit prettier than Hawaii. Interesting. I think it's Australia's Hawaii. It's about the same flight length from there to California. Yeah, California somebody was saying that. I think Ash was calling it something different, but yeah. She said it was Australia's Mexico. Mm, that could make sense too, though. It could. It could. So that was kind of, that part was kind of interesting. Then right. we get to Melbourne. Well, first off, first though, first though, it was really weird when we were in Fiji and I wanted to buy us some airplane drinks and oh, I bought yes. a Mountain Dew and some kind of like cream soda thing. Right. And you know how when you buy alcohol in duty free, they put it in the bag and they deliver it to you at the gate. Right. They put my non-alcoholic beverages in a bag and told me it'd be delivered to me at the gate. <laughs> and then they searched us when we arrived in Phoebe, Fiji, Fiji, sorry, Fiji. And then they searched us again before we got on the plane. Like I had to pick up my duty free after we got second searched. Well, but in a way, in strange. a way though, it kind of makes sense because if you happen to get past their initial search, you can like drop shit off for another passenger and then another passenger can pick it up and carry it on who had already been searched out there and been clean. I guess, you know, you, you, could like tip the luck around, but that doesn't bother me actually. I don't. It care. was just really weird. Check this, and I'm the one who usually gets bent about that kind of stuff. Right. It's interesting that this time I wasn't. I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. You know, do what you got to do. I'm tired of this. We stuff. were only bent because we couldn't see the duty free people. Remember? Yeah. And that's when I asked the people who worked for Fiji Airlines, and they were like, "Oh, they meet you after you get searched." <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's funny. Anyway, it, then it, we got to Melbourne five hours later. But you know why they were being so cagey about it? They didn't want to tell you that you were going to get searched again. But I'm fine with it. They don't know that. <sighs> so then we, we, we get on, we leave Fiji, we go to Melbourne, and it's like five and a half hour flight. It's a yeah, long it was, flight. It's like flying from here to New York. Like, that's I a long flight. I slept on that flight. flight, too. Yeah, I tried to, but it was just too much. And we finally make it to Melbourne. We land. Yep. And of course, as usual, this one over here just puts the passport on the scanner, bloop, bloop, and she goes right through. I put mine on the scanner. <laughs> go see the desk. Thanks. <laughs> Had to go see that the desk. That was stressful, okay? Had to go see the desk. She's waiting over here. Then they make me sit down on this bench. He takes my passport. He's gone for like 20 minutes. It wasn't terrible. 
I mean, they were busy at that time, so really 20 minutes wasn't terrible. But in that yeah. time, they allowed you to come sit with me. And Which he literally, made it less stressful. He literally just looked at my passport, looked at something online, and I think he was confirming my visa because I had a visa. And he confirmed it and then gave me my thing and said, see, you have a good time. You the know? only thing I can think of that explains this is that Australians prefer Canadians and hate Americans as much as Canadians do. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you might be right. It's something that, you know, you, know, you could be right. I all I can say is you could be right. Full disclaimer by from what I, what, I, what I just said. Not all Canadians hate Americans. Canadian border security hates Americans. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> they, we made kind of a those two agencies, our border patrol, their border patrol were like very cooperative. Cooperative pre agencies pre-911 and then after 911 they kind of like pulled their own ways. And you know, in one I can see both sides of this argument. We won't go too side on this, but I think the United States has the right to require passports, and I think that Canada has the right to do the same. I think they both have the right, if they want to, to ask for visas if they want to. But, but the whole point is they get to do what they want to do. But don't be pissed when the other country does the same or worse. Do you know? Just got to take it. Do you want to know something funny? An American citizen does not need a passport to enter Canada. Still. Still. An American citizen. But you do have to have your passport with you because they ask you to scan it when you get there. Yes. And number two, I needed to get back in the country, which I think is crazy considering what we learned later, which you'll learn in a later episode because we're breaking these into multiple episodes, people, yeah. because Australia was jam-packed with awesomeness. Right. So. Queso. So continue, cheesy. Okay, we've arrived in Melbourne. The mic, the mic gets harassed, but then the mic gets freed. Thankfully. Then we toddle out what seemed like a 45-minute walk from security to being free. <laughs> yeah. And we see you see Matt, and I still didn't see him. Like, you were up to him, giving him the hello, I'm in your country hug, before <laughs> I realized what was going on. What'd you call that thing? Hello, I'm in your country hug. Okay, that sounds like a nice t-shirt design. You can get our crazy <laughs> thoughts at thoughtmerch.com. Go. Now. <laughs> anyway, so he gives you this hug before I even realize who Hugs he is. Hugs are good. And I'm like, this. who is this person hugging? And then I, <laughs> I figured it out. Like, it took a hot minute. And then the next thing I know, there's like shrieking... And Ash is there, despite the fact that she said she wasn't coming, the turd. She was going to work, yeah. Turd. I suspected. I know you did, but she's still a turd. I even told you that I suspected. Then we went to McDonald's. <laughs> no, we did not go to McDonald's. We went to Macca's. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Because that's how they said it. Macca's. Okay. Was it good? Um... Not gonna lie, I've told you before. There's one reason and one reason only that I eat chicken nuggets from time to time. One reason and one reason only, and that like is the, hot, the mustard. hot mustard sauce. You could probably almost give me battered dog shit, and it would probably taste just fine if it had hot mustard sauce. But they did not have hot mustard sauce there, and their chicken tasted different. It wasn't bad, different. It was just different, different. And I couldn't get a good. <laughs> taste because the sauces they just were kind of 
Sweet and bland. I think you probably should have gotten your old McDonald's order while you were there. You should have gotten your quarter pounder with cheese and given it a shot. I'm with you. Yeah, I should have burgered it to see if it was as salty. I bet you it wouldn't be. Well, That's one of the things I liked about some of the food there was that it wasn't salty. Right. They didn't do their salt bay bullshit and, like, hurl salt all over the universe. Sorry, I'm making T-Rex hands over here mocking salt bay. Well, but, you know, that one place place that we went to did have, like, the whole Nando's. They had the whole seasoning, you know, game down. But but they gave you your choice of what to put on there. And you could say nothing if you didn't want anything. It wasn't like they just did it for the sake of doing it. They did it the way you wanted it to taste. Yeah, it was get, so good. You could get peri-peri salt or you could get chicken salt. Yeah, it was so flipping good. Or no salt. You could get it unsalted. Right. I mean, it was just flipping good. Just okay. so good. Back to Saturday. Yeah, so back to Saturday. I mean, after that, it was pretty much uneventful. We drove the drive. Yeah, that was like a two-hour drive from Melbourne Airport. Then we met Winston. And he was the most glorious English bullhound in the universe. God, he was so cute. Bullhound? Bulldog. Bulldog. (laughs) Who is a hound. He was cute. He was an A-plus bulldog. He was so adorable. Yeah, I really liked him. His little grunting sounds made me laugh. And, like, how excited he would get to see, like, especially new people. Oh, my God, new people. But he still, if you noticed, he said hello to Matt. And he said hello to Ash. He made sure that mom and dad got the hellos. But he was going to come at us. Like then he said hello to you. And then he decided that I was his new true love. Yeah, he fell in love with you, like, instantly. Just like Matt said, Winston is a bit of a ladies' man. (laughs) And I brought him a toy, so he liked me a lot. Yeah, this is true. You're on a big <laughs> toy, too. That story of that toy was was one we told already, so yeah. that's kind of funny. So then the next day, we met Matt's family. Well, before we met Matt's family, we went on, like, a little tour of, like, the little of like shires that are around there and, you know, went out to that... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Gosh, you're about man. to talk about Tuesday. Am I? No, no, because because all because... we did was tour. We went to we went and got coffee, and then we went to the thing, and then we just stayed at the house because the Matt the shopping center thing. We went we went and got an alcohol. Yeah, we did that too, but we didn't we didn't leave Tralgan. Small alcohol fortune. Yeah, we spent two hundred dollars on alcohol, though we did get to bring some of it home with us. <laughs> um. That, but we didn't do any of the tours of the areas around until Tuesday. Some on Monday, some on Tuesday. You're right, because now I remember when we saw where his parents lived, we had already met them. Correct. And it was just the day before that we had met them. Yeah. And that was but, Sunday, so that would have been Monday so that that happened. Sunday was pretty uneventful. We explored around Traugen a little, then we did a whole lot of nothing, and then Matt cooked all day. Yeah, he was smoking... Uh, barbecue meat. He made pork and lamb. <laughs> um, the lamb was not too a Tory as liking. Lamb was lamb, and I don't do, like lamb. Do you know that nineties cartoon, The Lamb Chop, with the stupid white lamb puppet? Uh huh. Every time I think of lamb, I think of that puppet, like cut in half and bleeding. Anyway, clearly, clearly, it's just something that was not a good something. Yeah. But everything else was awesome, and his family was awesome. They were. They were like, I don't know. They made you feel like right away 
like you had already been part of the family. Like they didn't, they yeah. didn't like treat you like an outsider. It was just like they were going to be who they were, and you were. It was okay for you to be who you were. Right. And I felt no judgment from them on no. anything. It was really nice. I think they were really nice. I think sometimes they had a hard time understanding us, and we had a hard time understanding them because we hundred percent fast. A hundred percent. I could see that from both sides. You just get the blank look on your face, and then you giggle. Yeah. And they did the same thing, so I can only assume it means the same thing. Yeah, of course. Because, you know, we're all descendants of the same white we're people. All, we're all dumb like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that was a delightful night. Um, we got to meet, you know, mom and dad. We got to meet sister. We got to meet sister's fiance, who she's marrying in November, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So that was kind of rad. Like, you know, they were, they were, he was pretty quiet at first. But, like, later that week, we got to spend more time with him, and he really opened up a lot. Yeah. That's, you know, we'll talk about that in another episode. But Everybody um, was fantastic, and playing, watching them play Cards Against Humanity, because I didn't participate for whatever reason, watching them play Cards Against Humanity was absolutely hilarious, because there, on one side of me, was, was Ash, who we speak the same language, we speak with the same accent. We've played that exact game of Cards Against Humanity before. We've looked at yeah. the cards we didn't understand, you know? Yep. So she's on one side, and I'm helping her to pick things that people would think were funny. And then on the other side, I have Bernadette, his mom, who didn't know what some of the cards were and kept, like, nudging me to ask me what things were. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's funny. I had to go to bed. I, I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. I was so dead. I just had to go to bed. Like I just couldn't. And they were good. You know, they're such nice people. Um, so then. The very next the day. The next day was when we started exploring, like, Sail, where they're from. And there's, like, a little bridge there that spins instead of. Yeah. What did they call it? A toll I... instead of a toll, troll toll bridge. Instead of the lifting bridge. Yeah, the, the bridges that... that lift up. Instead of that, this, they, this one would swing and it would open, and then the sides would open, and then it would close back up. And that was cool. It was really cool. We got to see it in action. After we saw the swing bridge, we drove out to that Walhalla place, the gold mine town thing yep. that we wandered around, and it uh-huh. was really cool. Unfortunately, still pretty closed because of the pandemic. Yeah, the, that was one thing that I found kind of interesting about Australia was that right away that first day when we went out, like that, that Sunday, I noticed that it was like more open in a sense than here, but at the yeah, same time, closed. but at the same time, more closed than yeah. here. Like they were, tr- they were trace contact tracing everybody and, I, you know, they weren't enforcing it super well, but like 99% of the places you went were like, Where's your vaccine card? Where's your vaccine card? Where's your vaccine card? I showed my vaccine card more times in California. I'm sorry, in Australia, than I think I've had to show my vaccine card or wear a mask in California. Yeah, combined. <laughs> combined. combined. Everywhere we went. And it, it was. Which it was, was fine. It was crazy. I mean, little places. Like, you know, you go into a liquor store and they want, you know, show me your ID, show me your card. Yeah. You know, and you're like, what? But... And it was random. Like some places would even have a sign saying they were going to do that and they wouldn't do it. Right. But then, so we went to there and that place was cool. They had like that little 
that little um, river there. Remember the Walhalla place? Yeah. The little river. And then we, we tried to go look at the little church, but, well. It was a lot of stairs. It's too many stairs, and, well, we'll tell you why that's a problem <laughs> in a minute. We but, also wanted to go on the gold mine tour, but that was too many stairs for the same reasons yeah, you just mentioned. Yeah, but place was beautiful. I got some great pictures of it. It looked, this place looked like you took an old west town and plopped it in front of the Jurassic Park mountains. You know those, like, opening yeah. scene glorious tree-covered mountains? It was like a wild west town in the middle of Jurassic Park. And that just yeah. amuses me so good. much. That's a good description of it. You're not wrong. But but prior to going there, we went to this place. And I can never remember the names. So you're going to tell them what the place was called. Taraboga National Park. Taraboga. And that's spelled National Boga. Park. Yeah, B-U-L. You know those Aussies and their funny accent. Boga. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just get them in a group and start talking. It sounds like they're mumbling. But well, yeah. Even they know it. They tell yes. you this. It's funny. Um, they made me laugh when they told us that at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, more of that later. So you got to come back. <laughs> uh, not that we haven't given you like a nice solid amount of uh, information tonight. Anyway. We have one last thing and then we're anyway, done. Anyway, yeah. So we go to this place and like um, supposedly the whole like joy of the thing was to go over this bridge right and look at this bridge and experience and, the the pristine wildlife in there yeah and see habitat. how pristine the wildlife is exactly and it was it accomplished all of these goals i mean like we saw some of the most beautiful vegetation in there you? then 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 um nice weather like you could smell that it was clean you know i, I in the middle of your sentence here because it's super uh-huh. relevant i'm gonna uh-huh. point something out I like places based on how they smell. Like, it's almost... Then you must have loved this place. I don't understand why it is a thing, but every time we go somewhere new, I'm like, hmm, smells weird. I don't like this place. It smells like Buena Park. I mean, <laughs> you know that smell that you get in the middle of Buena Park, that uh-huh. car wash? Anyway. Uh-huh. Sulfur smell. So, yes, you're right. I got out of the car, and I immediately liked this place because it smelled exactly like that tropical rainforest body sh- body gel that smells so good. You know, like tropical yeah. rainforest is a good scent. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it smelled well, like. Well, we, we ended up walking around to this pathway, and we, I mean, kind of purposely were led a longer way than we needed to go. Jerks. And it was, they did it on purpose. But that's okay. I mean, we got to see more, and I was kind of glad about that. Well, and then when we were on our way back, we got to see those yeah, so we, birds. Yeah, we were coming back, and we saw the liar bird. Yeah. Going after another liar bird, He's two boys mad. getting ticked at one another, and he was like kicking his foot and like, swinging his swinging butt his feathers, butt feathers around. Yeah. Like he was all angry and pissed off. It was crazy. Yes, and so we stood there and we watched them for a while, arguing with each other with their aggression stamps, and then we went across the bridge, and Matt tried to kill us all by jumping on the suspension bridge like a giant human turd. Didn't bother me. I know it didn't bother you, and if. If you if you were in the mood... I'd have jumped back. Exactly. I know you. You're the worst. There's only one reason I didn't. There were two people... There were three people on that ladder at that point besides me. Uh-huh. And two of you hate when I do that. So I just didn't do it. And you know what? Out I of think... respect for two of you. I mean, that two outweighs one. Sorry. I think if Matt wouldn't have been there already 
wobbling the bridge, you would have done it, even if it was Dovey and Ash. Gently. Because you think that the little bit of harassment is funny, but you got the little bit of harassment because Matt was doing it. Exactly, because I didn't need to harass you any further. It was funny. I did my very best not to give him any reaction. Well, but then... Then Ash dragged me into her drama. Then... (laughs) By having her cow that he was shaking the bridge, and then she's like, Tori doesn't like it either! Tori doesn't like it either! (laughs) Wow. It worked because he stopped. So, I mean, well, yeah, she clearly eventually. knows how to handle him. That's good. Um, anyway, I was actually quite impressed with the way they interacted with one another, to tell you the truth. They're, um, there's, and there's so much alike. Yeah. They really are. And I mean, in that sense of the word that, like, I don't mean they're an identical carbon copy, as you well know. I'm telling the listeners that. But they're so much alike. Like They like the same things and they yes. like to interact the same way. Yep. And like their their love language is similar, so yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good match for them. But um, we get down out of the thing. We may, had to make a right turn. You're kind of going down a hill, and then there's like this kind of uneven pavement. And well, you know, when it can happen, it happens to somebody I know. Miss Toria over here clunks her right ankle inward. And then outward, and then back inward. Yeah, didn't didn't do such a great then job there. Then I had there. to sit down. And she laid down, <laughs> and you know, gave me the you know hang tight sign, you know, and so we hung tight. I swear, I swear, I have never had such a cold, clammy sweat in my entire life. <laughs> that was so unpleasant. Well, but I walked it off like I. It was like literally. It was like literally at the point where like. Mm, it was dangerous. That spot right there. Yeah, yeah. But I hobbled my way back. But I mean, to it's car, nature. You know? you, it's nature. You know what are you gonna do? Sue the county, state, whoever, because they, that was there. No. I think it's an assumed risk when you go. I off, think yeah, and I think, well, but I think people who think they should be able to are just stupid. Right. I'm sorry. I mean, like you they go back to school and learn how to think. Because That's a rent. For a whole episode by itself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We could definitely talk about people who think that that's some, they're right. You know, and I'll just let you have it because privilege. So, beep. So, we get back to the car and we drive the drive and then we stopped for lunch. Mm. And I looked down and I, I pretty much had a balloon instead of an ankle, yeah. like a balloon. And so this is day less than 48 hours into our trip, by the way. Less than 48 hours. Well, yeah. technically, if you started on Saturday night, yes. Well, I, I started on Saturday, 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 night, Saturday night, Monday night. Saturday, Saturday at noon, because that's when we mm-hmm. arrived. Okay, well, yeah, then anyway. about, it's about that. Yeah, less hours. than 48 hours actually in Australia. And this dumbass has a sprained ankle. But I'm going to say something that I have to say, because... You know, she doesn't believe things I tell her sometimes unless I tell her this way. So I'm going to tell her, you know, you were, you were a trooper. You, you took care of yourself like you were supposed to, but at the same time, you weren't whining and complaining. In fact, I was the one saying, I don't know if you should do that. Come on, let's try it. You're saying, let's just try it. I'll see if it hurts. I'll tell you. And then you were fine. Like you, you didn't have complaints and I'm sure some of the time it bothered you, but you kept it to yourself. And you did well, the like, thing so that we could have yeah. a good time. And we had a really good time, people. That's why you need to come back and listen in. Because we're going to tell you a story about probably the best flipping museum we've 
either one of us has ever been in. We're going to tell you oh, some yeah. crazy story about a man who was convicted and killed. the word? Um, executed. Executed. Convicted and then executed for murdering a 12-year-old girl. Then it was proven 50 years later that he didn't do it. And so he was pardoned 50 years yeah. later. He's dead, folks. But he was pardoned. Um, but there's a book about it I'm reading, but we'll tell you that story. And you'll get to hear about the wedding. The wedding. And all of the drama and all of the tears that occurred at this wedding. And the wedding pre-wedding. That was good, too. And the wedding post-wedding. <laughs> Correct. And, and all the other cute little adventures we went on. We, yeah, and we'll just tell you you know, everything. I mean, we, we met some special characters while we were there. And we would like to tell you about those, too. You're just going to have to come back because it's been almost a million years that we've been talking. So we don't usually talk a million years. So with that. Yogi wants to go to bed. So, yes, you're right. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, kangaroos. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.